Welcome to 6-Minute Stories, where you hear the writing of new voices and experienced writers whose submissions appear in the anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Now in Season 8, you will hear stories from our ninth collection, Sooner or Later. Find links to 6-Minute Stories and to the Personal Story Publishing Project at randalljones.com. Everybody loves a good story. We hope you enjoy this one. Dreams and Despair by Joel R. Stigall Beginnings and endings are never so far apart in a circle, each one leading to another. It was not long after Ben and Catherine met before they started thinking about a future together. He was 18, she was 17. In 1856 in rural Cumberland County, North Carolina, when you found the right person, it was expected that you would soon marry and start having babies. Benjamin Franklin Ringgold and Catherine Sessoms exchanged vows two years later and dreamed of many happy years together. Most folks had some apprehension about the possibility of war with the North, but hoped it was no more than older men talking to themselves at night after a hard day's work and a couple of shots of moonshine. A year and a half after the wedding, Ben and Catherine welcomed their firstborn, William Henry. Willie was part of their bright vision of a large, healthy, and prosperous family. Those hopes were shattered in April 1861, when Willie was 18 months old. Confederate troops fired on Fort Sumter, suddenly changing worried concerns about war to brutal reality. Ben, then 23 years old, believed in the Confederate cause and wanted to do his part. Despite having a baby at home, Ben was among the early volunteers. In the early fall of 1861, Private Ringgold was assigned to Company E of North Carolina 8th Infantry Regiment. With the confidence of those who don't know a lot, Ben was sure that after a few weeks he'd be back home. He accepted the local conventional wisdom that Yankee boys would offer no serious resistance, as they were city slickers who did not know the outdoors or how to use weapons. Southern boys were physically tough from farm work and were comfortable with rifles and shotguns, both used in hunting for game. Assigned to a combat unit, Ben soon found the war nothing like the easy adventure he had imagined. He learned firsthand that Yankee boys did, in fact, know how to fight. The Yankees wounded Ben several times, but he returned to action. In a February 1862 battle at Roanoke Island, North Carolina, they captured Ben, but soon released him as part of a prisoner exchange. During lulls in the fighting, Ben might get a pass to go home for a few days. In December 1862, both sides relaxed a bit for the holiday season and Ben spent Christmas with his family. As time came to return to his unit, Ben fretted over how to say goodbye to little Willie, now three years old. In what he thought was a loving deception, Ben took Willie to the cornfield, made a play gun out of a corn stalk, and set Willie to searching for his daddy. With Willie's attention on the play gun and the game, Ben walked away through the corn. Willie never saw his dead again. A few months later in battle at Morris Island, South Carolina, 
Ben was again wounded, but he remained on active duty. Nine months after Ben's Christmas visit with his family, Catherine gave birth to their second child, another boy. In the spring of 1864, Union Major General Benjamin Butler was ordered to move his Army of the James to Bermuda Hundred, Virginia, between Richmond and Petersburg, and disrupt Confederate supplies moving to Richmond. In response, Confederate General P.G.T. Beauregard assembled a coalition of troops to meet Butler and keep the supply lines open. Beauregard's Confederate coalition prevailed, but the cost was high. 1,400 casualties, Benjamin Franklin Ringgold, age 26, among them, dead. He had fought nearly three years in a war that cost more American lives than all the other U.S. wars before and since combined. Ben left behind a distraught wife and two little boys, one he had never seen. The dream of a large and prosperous family had turned into a nightmare of despair. Catherine and the boys never completely recovered from the loss of their husband and father. Economic hardship and emotional stress plagued Catherine the rest of her life. Willie never did completely rid his mind of the grief of losing the father he was playing with in that cornfield. As the oldest male in the house, William Henry Ringgold grew up feeling an obligation to look after his mother. Even into his early adult years, he continued to live at home with her. He was 35 years old when he married Jemima Page, a 28-year-old from a farm down the road. Their first child, a little boy, died in infancy. Their one surviving child was a healthy, whip-smart girl they named Irma the first woman in her family to go to college. She graduated at the top of her class. Irma Ringgold, granddaughter of Benjamin Franklin Ringgold, was my mother. Endings and beginnings are never far apart. Copyright 2023, Joel R. Stigall. In his career as a professor and academic administrator, Joel Ringgold Stigall wrote more than 35 journal articles, book chapters, opinion pieces, and other such. None of these gained him widespread acclaim. Since retiring to Winston-Salem, North Carolina, he has written a family history tracing his ancestry back to 1735. Though documentation is elusive, he has found considerable evidence that his ancestry began even earlier. Several of his stories, often about his ancestors, have appeared in the Personal Story Publishing Project. Joel continues to write because he likes to do so. Read more about this writer and background on this story in a special feature of Six Minute Stories called Author's Talk. Thank you for listening to another 6-Minute Story. You can read them all in the nine anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Find the link to our online store at randalljones.com. That's R-A-N-D-E-L-L jones.com. There you can learn about submitting your own story for consideration for our next Personal Story Publishing Project. And remember, everybody loves a good story.